Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A winner in space. I hadn't entered a competition, but I received a letter informing me I'd been selected to travel into space in a spaceship and I wouldn't have to go through any training. I didn't think spaceships existed in real life. Did they mean a rocket? A rocket with a national flag on the side? That's not a spaceship, is it? The letter had been typed out in Times New Roman, which I thought to be a slightly off-brand choice of font for a space company. There was a number to ring at the bottom of the letter for more information. I dialed the number. It rang for long enough to make me think a space company should have someone manning the phones at all times. Just as I was about to hang up, a man answered and said, Hello, space competition. You're through to the winner's line. This is Michael speaking. Hi. Hi there. I wonder if you can help me. I received a letter telling me I'd been selected to travel into space, but I haven't entered a competition recently. I just wondered if there'd been some sort of mistake. Is that Mr. Robert Orton? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's right, yeah. No mistake. Congratulations, Mr. Orton. Just confirm your full name, address and telephone number for me, please. I gave my full name, address and telephone number and it was confirmed that I was indeed one of two lucky members of the general public who had been selected at random to travel into space. Okay, that's all sorted for you now. A member from our events team will be in touch shortly on the number you've supplied. Thanks very much for your call. Good afternoon. Uh, uh, okay, um, sorry, just quickly, can I ask, um, what's, what's, what's the destination of the spaceship? Just space, said the man. It's an all-inclusive trip into space for you, completely free of charge, and on top of that, we've thrown in £250 spending money. Uh, well, okay, well, how, how long am I going to be up there for? 90 days and nights, but to be completely up front with you, sir, there will be limited access to daylight once you've left the Earth's atmosphere, do you know what I mean? Okay, yeah, thanks for that, but what if we get near something like the moon? Will we still be able to say we're in space? To be in space, you have to be quite a long way away from anything, don't you? That's why it's called space. All will be explained upon your arrival at our competition winner's induction day next Thursday at our headquarters on the industrial estate just outside Milton Keynes. I'm sure we can count upon your attendance, Mr. Orton. The gentle landing of a letter had changed my day dramatically. It may as well have left a crater at the foot of my front door. The last time I had sworn so much after opening an envelope was when I was called up for jury service in 2011. On the day of the induction for space travel, I found myself sitting in a porter cabin, 
telling a competition chairman that I get claustrophobic on aeroplanes, so I'm not sure if I'm best suited to the prize of travelling in a rocket for a significant amount of time. Oh, don't worry. You can move about in a spaceship, you know. With weightlessness in zero gravity, it's easier to move around. It takes less effort. When was the last time you bumped into something and enjoyed it, eh? Come on, mate. I can get you a t-shirt that says lighten up on it if you want it. You can wear it in space as you're floating about, eh? How about that? Come on, give us a smile. It became obvious to me that we would be on a spaceship where people float instead of one where people walk around and sit down at desk jobs on a spaceship. I sat down next to an elderly lady who was as confused as I was by the rapidly developing situation we had found ourselves in. Are you, are you going up into space as well? I asked. I am, yes. I told them I think I might be too old for the G-force, but they assure me that it will be quite safe. I'm just not sure what we'll do up there for all that time, young man. People normally go up there for a reason, don't they? I know. What are we going to do for that amount of time in space? I replied. Well, I like to read Shakespeare at night time. I'll read to you if you want. I do all the different voices, she said. Ah, yes, please, that would be great. I'd really like that. How will we know it's night time, if the light's always dark? Well, I guess we'll keep our watches on Earth time. I think I'm just going to take the opportunity and use the time up there to read. I've been buying so many on-offer books from FOP and not reading them. She said, This would be a good opportunity to read the Miles Davis autobiography I've been meaning to get stuck into. It's got to the stage where I prefer buying books to reading them. I just love putting them in my rucksack after I've said I don't need a bag. It struck me that there's something quite reassuring about an elderly person with a rucksack. That's a good idea, I thought. Use your time in space to read some of what has been written on Earth. It might make me think about the positive aspects of our planet. I'd forgotten that I'd be able to read in space. I wondered if someone was reading in space right now. Quite an honour for the author to have someone reading their book in space. A space mission veering off course due to the fact the lead astronaut just wanted to get to the end of the chapter. I know my main concern about a voyage into space shouldn't be that I'm going to get bored, but there's such a lot to do down here on Earth, and I like having water on tap. I'd always wondered if some people who became pilots had once had ambitions to become astronauts, but flying a plane was as close as they got. One day, perhaps wearing a full spacesuit to work, complete with a gold-tinted expensive visor, the type of thing an astronaut would wear in a screensaver, standing just behind the cabin crew, welcoming the passengers on board. Sorry, mate, is that the pilot? Why is he dressed as an astronaut? Are we on the wrong flight? We're, we're not going space, are we? We're not going space, are we, darling? We've got two weeks in Lanzarote. Look, here's the tickets, seats, E7 and 8, look. No... Don't worry, that's just our pilot trying to live out his ambition of being an astronaut. He'll take the costume off once everyone's seated. When I got fitted for my spacesuit in central London, I was surprised 
that my measurements were taken as if I were getting measured up for a wedding suit. The off-white tape measure detailed with millimetres and smaller. When the suit was brought out by three people, I couldn't believe how much glass was involved. It was 85% glass with white rubber soles and fabric at the main joints, elbows, wrists, shoulders, knees, hips, ankles. I was helped into the suit by the polite staff. It was as if I was some sort of cactus that had grown into all the areas of its complex terrarium. I looked in the mirror. I looked like a futuristic astronaut and I felt strangely prepared for my journey into space as a competition winner. To be continued. Hello, it's Rob Orton here. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Um, it's something that I really enjoy putting effort into. And um, I I hope if you are listening to it, you get some sort of uh, something from it. And uh, just thanks for the support, really. Um, if you want to help the podcast, you could do a... Um, review on the Apple website and give it say something about it mainly thanks so much for listening and uh, I hope you have a great day today whatever you're doing and uh, that's it thanks very much goodbye